Hello there, and welcome back to another episode of Check with Tech, your guide to all things tech. I'm your host, Yasin Azam, and let's get to it, shall we? First things first, Xiaomi is preparing for its November 5 event, which is as of the time, uh, time of this recording, around four days from now. Um, but they're really excited about it, and I can tell from their teases. They uh, are trying to tell us something about their two new phones, the Xiaomi Mi Note 10 and the CC9 Pro. Both of them will have the world's first uh, 100 megapixel Penta camera set up on the back. Wow, just simply wow. Five cameras is enough, but one, having one of them be 108 megapixels, that's too much, like in my opinion. I cannot tell the difference between 16 and 32. Uh, but yeah, um, some rumors say that both of them are actually the same phone. It's just the CC9 Pro is going to be in China and the Note 10 is going to be international. I don't know. I don't know why Xiaomi would do that, but th- uh, but then again, uh, other rumors saying that the only difference between them will be the Snapdragon uh, processor. The CC9 Pro uh, will uh, is rumored to have a Snapdragon 730G CPU, uh, and to be honest, um, okay, like yeah, it's good. It's it's mid-range, yeah, it fits. Uh, but then Xiaomi is preparing for something else. The Xiaomi Mi Watch, uh, that's probably going to be its name. It's going to be announced at the event as well. Uh, judging from the picture, it looks like imagine an, uh, an Apple Watch, but with the sides of an iPhone 4 and iPhone 5. Yeah, it's a bit more thicker and more squarish with the crown jewel and everything. And uh, thankfully, Xiaomi uh, posted a picture of the inside as well. It will look like that it will have um, Wi Fi, GPS, and NFC chips, and also an eSIM. Okay, yeah. Um, Xiaomi is um, uh, like a little famous for its fitness or and small smart watches but now this is Xiaomi's chance to make a, a complete wireless smartwatch yeah um, that's good too but uh, we shall see in the event okay enough on upcoming events let's talk about something that happened recently so Samsung just had its developers uh, uh, conference and they had announced a lot of things to be honest one of them is the highly anticipated One UI 2 it's basically One UI but th- uh, but it's Samsung's vision to bring more convenience and um, and simplicity to almost all their devices now it's basically on your uh, Galaxy Watch, on your phone, on your Fold, on your laptop. Okay, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, uh, to be honest, I'm really excited about One UI 2. I, like in my personal opinion, I like 
cartoony, uh, not so serious icons. So I like Samsung's vision. Uh, but yeah, that's just my opinion. But another thing is that with the Galaxy Book S that was announced with the Note 10 in their own unpacked event, they have two more laptops. The Galaxy Book Flex and the Galaxy Book Ion. And get this, both of them will be the first laptops in history to have a, a QLED display, just like Samsung TVs. That is absolutely great news because I hardly use my TV, but I mostly use my laptop for work, so I really like to see those uh, bright contrasts and great visuals. And Samsung says that, that those laptops can deliver a brightness of up to 600 nits. And that's a lot considering most laptops, like their peak is around 300-350. So wow. And if you look at the Galaxy Book Flex, and if you compare it to the Notebook 9 from last year, the brightness is just... Wow, it's around two times brighter in my opinion. But enough about that. The Galaxy Book um, Flex is basically a magnet to all the features from all of other Samsung devices. Um, it will have a, three, a 360 degree 2-in-1 hinge. So that's good. It feels more premium, especially looking from it just from the pictures it looks better in, in quality than the ion it will have uh, up to 16 gigabytes of ram and a terabyte of ssd storage and it will have um, the in intel 10th generation ice lake processors um, which basically count up for the uh, for performance so that's good but another thing uh, QLED wasn't the only similarity between them both laptops will have fingerprint readers I think it's next to the touchpad but it's not really I'm not really sure about that uh, but and speaking of the touchpad um, both of them will have key wireless charging under the touchpad so for example let's say you're watching a movie on your laptop you can wirelessly charge your phone from uh, on the top of your touchpad um cool uh, i actually would have preferred if the wireless charging was somewhere else because i mean why waste your money on a mouse i mean if you already have one good for you but i don't uh, yeah um, and and the Galaxy Book Flex will have the the S Pen from the Note series. So your phone is now your laptop in in sort of. Now the Galaxy Book Ion, it's basically like your regular typical laptop, the 13 inch version. Uh, weighs under a kilogram 
nice. Um, it will have uh, the Intel 10th generation Comet-like uh, processors instead of the Ice Lake uh, on the Flex. It's slightly, uh, it's slightly less, but here. Yeah. Both laptops will have 13 and 15 inch uh, models. Uh, it will have both of them will have one Thunderbolt 3 port, two regular USB A 3.0 ports, and a full H uh, full size HDMI port and a micro SD card slot. Now all of this it comes down to preference. If you prefer more of a regular laptop then I say go to the Galaxy Book Ion but if you're like me and want something that's similar in basically all of your devices I would go for the Flex because I mean come on like it's basically Samsung in a laptop all of their innovations in one I, uh, I think I would get it but not now not this year Samsung said that they're going to be available in the first half of 2020, so we'll still have to wait for a while. And Samsung, being the sneaky little company they are, they teased, well, you know, the Galaxy Fold. Uh, I don't need to explain it. Well, they teased a clamshell foldable phone concept. I think that's going to be more... Uh, explained next year but I don't know how that will work it, from the looks of the video it it looks like an s10 plus or note 10 probably but it folded in half um, probably I mean I don't know if that will work uh, I don't know to be honest with you we probably uh, shall see next year now let's go let's go to fitbit and alphabet rumors say that alphabet google's parent company is ready to buy fitbit um that was a bombshell of a newspaper to be honest uh, because wow um of all things for uh, google to have fitbit is probably a good thing to have um, reasons why um, uh, okay well first things first um, Google's Wear OS it hasn't had a pretty name over the years uh, so having like physical uh, having literally a smartwatch company uh, to test it is probably a good idea speaking of that Google has almost everything hardware uh, specifically but not a smartwatch that's I think why Wear OS failed because like they didn't have an opportunity to test it because they really didn't have anything I mean there were rumors for a pixel uh, watch but they weren't um, announced during the made by Google event okay and second thing Google Fit really isn't, it's, okay, it's bland, to be honest. So having uh, Fitbit with all of their personal uh, fitness 
uh, activities you can literally put it onto Google Fit and it will be like like brand new and to look like heaven uh, so what do I think well it certainly is an opportunity but I really don't know uh, if the same that happened to Motorola will happen to Fitbit uh, as you all know Google at one time bought Motorola and they uh, removed their IP and sold it to Lenovo so now Motorola yeah, like you really don't hear it that much anymore so I hope like Fit- uh, Fitbit um, still keeps going I mean they do need uh, a company that has billions and billions of dollars so yeah that's good that's good now let's get to the sneaky surprise from Samsung over to Apple um, they have sneakily revealed the much-awaited AirPods Pro AirPods Pro ladies and gentlemen everything has a pro version now hopefully we don't have an Apple Watch Pro I mean uh, I'm serious we have an iPhone 11 Pro an iPad Pro and now AirPods Pro and a MacBook Pro uh, to be honest um, Pro isn't really uh, that valuable anymore anyway let's get to the headphones themselves now um, Apple in the past have had some sort of reputation on their headphones for not having rubber tips uh, they're mostly 100% plastic and now it's changed it will now follow in the footsteps of basically every other uh, headphones and will have rubber tips the airpods pro will have rubber tips thank god because to be honest the second i tried the airpods i swear my ears just hurt so badly so now finally we have something to make it a little bit more comfortable and that rubber tip will help the airpods pro with their advanced noise cancellation yes to have noise cancellation but not like regular old uh, noise cancellation it will have active so it basically works harder for for you to not hear your surroundings but you can turn it off with transparency mode it's basically the opposite so um, imagine it's it's everything shorter to be honest um, the the headphones it's shorter than the regular airpods and the charging case is basically the same but wider and shorter uh, i think that's a good thing but uh, i don't like the how the case looks one thing about the airpods case is that it, i like like tall and thin things so being the opposite i really don't appreciate it but i mean um it's not their fault and uh, the airpods pro will start at 249 and the airpods uh, airpods the regular versions right now are worth 160 dollars uh to be honest i really do not know how like it will sell considering that it's almost uh, basically the same i haven't tried it on yet um we shall see and that concludes our episode for this week thank you for watching 
I hope you stick around for next week's episode. Uh, please don't be afraid to leave a review on Apple Podcasts and check out my other episode. As usual, this is Yasin Azam signing out. See you next week. Thank you.